And the gentleman flew in the following day to Dubai to present me with the Global Influencer Award here in Dubai. We had a beautiful presentation at Burj Al Arab. And wow. then we moved on to Queen Elizabeth. And then we moved to The Frame. And then Jumeirah Zabil Sarai. And we ended it at the Armani Hotel. So it was a, a 24, 24 hours. He just came to Dubai to present me with this award and flew back the same night. Hi guys, I'm Shireen. Welcome back to this week's Love & Show with my co-host Casey. Hi! We are here to talk to, and the list is endless to describe this amazing woman, but Lara Tabit is here with us, a luxury brand ambassador, Middle East luxury business developer, an entrepreneur, soon to be YouTuber, or already actually YouTuber. Oh, there's there's Skin so much care, perfume, the list is endless. The list is endless. <laughs> Shireen, thank you so much for having me on the show with you today and thank you for the lovely and warm welcome. Thank Not you guys. Our pleasure. Before we get to the you know bits and bobs, we've got lots of questions to ask you today. We wanted to play a special game with you called What's in my bag? So Casey, and I as think, always, the bag, the names of our shows are like very similar. You know, to we really thought it through. Like we really, we thought hard. Like so, you know, Lara brought in her handbag, and we're gonna get to the scoop of the inside life of Lara through wow. her handbag, which I love. <laughs> so okay. this is your general day-to-day -day bag of probably the busiest woman in Dubai, right? Um, you could say so. <laughs> you could say so. Okay. So, so yes, um, a few things that I won't be able to live without. Okay. Um, First of all, can we talk about your phone? Absolutely. <laughs> can you show so, them the phones? Yeah, not yeah, one phone. <laughs> not one. Okay, two. so I've got two phones, one's for the family and one's for work. And there you as go. you can see, the cases are all about bling bling. And, and as you all know, uh, living here in Dubai, it's all about the glitz and glamour. Exactly. So that's like glamorous, the most glam phones I've ever seen. In the I love my too. phone cases and I get a lot of compliments about them. So I'm really, really happy. <laughs> love that. So let's see what Lair what Lair always Imagine has. we had matching phones. Oh my god. <laughs> it's time. Get to the it's iPhone time. life and then maybe we'll, we'll do it. That's With iPhone shit. you have a large choice <laughs> right? of cases, okay. yes. So one thing I definitely do not leave my house without is my business cards. Because okay. um, it's all about networking and as you know in Dubai we have so many events happening on a daily basis so you definitely need to have your business cards. Do you card see that you guys? I am going to start Very really nice. bringing a Luxury with Lara. Luxury with Lara. There you go. <laughs> Branding always, yes. So that's uh, definitely a must. And of course my fragrance, which is my own creation. Woo! So the fragrance is definitely essential. Um, you know, you go out, you see a lot of people, you have lunches, you dine, you wine. It's always important to have your fragrance. You have it on right now, yeah? I do. I can definitely now. smell it and it is amazing. Even Alan complimented her when she walked in earlier, you That's guys. Right. It's beautiful. And so. your own creation? What do you mean by that? It's my own creation. So basically, I've been working on it for two years. I travel quite a bit to Grasse, which is in the south of France. I meet with some of the leading perfume manufacturers like Ferminich, Tagasago, Fragonard, all the big houses. Amazing. And um, I've designed my own ingredients, which is 12 ingredients, to create this beautiful fragrance. Amazing. Um, yeah. So. And can you tell us a bit about like what do you think the name of this specific fragrance is going to well, be? Well to be very honest with you um, I came up with quite a few names initially one of them being Unveiled but living in this part of the world you really can't use names like Unveiled. Another one was Passion because for me passion is the key to everything so mm -hmm. without passion you really can't achieve very much in life eventually you'll get bored so yeah. passion for me is the name that I wanted to call my fragrance but I think for now we're going to stick to either Lara or Lara Tabit. 
Not well, if it's your, your first ever yeah. one, your name is quite a strong one to go with. I mean, that's amazing. Exactly. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad you guys actually. like it. Loves it. <laughs> Loves it. Thank what you. else are in her most important things that she must have in her okay. bag? Everybody who knows me in Dubai knows that I'm a Mac girl. Interesting. Being a TV presenter in front of the camera with strong lights all the time, you need a high quality makeup brand that, that lasts forever and that gives you the the, the matte finish and, and the results that you're looking for. So it's definitely my compact makeup. Studio powder. Mix Mac Powder, which I cannot live without. Interesting. I love hearing like the brand, the go-to brands for people sometimes. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like Guerlain's powder at the moment, but Mac is oh, it was it's it's still I would say the most HD in the game. It is. Really. But Guerlain's blush is amazing. I yeah. Have to say. I've yes, not tried. They have I've beautiful tried. blush. There yeah. We go. They're known mm. for their blushes. And of course, my Mac brushes. Handy dandy. <laughs> the trusty brush. And Everything the, you need. Exactly. And of course, last but not least, the leading. Eyeliner in the world, which is by Benefit. Benefit. They won the award for number one they eyeliner are? in the world. Yes, of course. Thank you very much. It lasts forever and it's got the black matte finish, which every girl looks for. So that's definitely a must. For me. You know, your um, eyeliner game is strong, so I'm learning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, take notes. Oh, yeah. Benefit. There you go. Yeah, amazing. so those are the things that I really cannot move or leave the house without. That's amazing. amazing. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much no, for giving pleasure. us an insight into pleasure, that. Guys. It was fun. Like, I think Shireen's intro only scratched the surface of what you do. Um, barely. Barely scratched the surface, but we know one thing. You've grown up in Dubai. You've had a long career in the media industry. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So, yes, I have had a very long career in the media world. Um, it all started when I was taking a break um, from work. for a few weeks um, here in Dubai, where I received a phone call from the first English language channel that's setting up here in the region in building number four, also known as the Associated Press Building in Dubai Media City, which we all know. Um, and it was known as InTV. InTV uh, was setting up and they were looking for TV presenters here. And I've, I've not studied communications. I've not studied journalism. Um, it, it, it wasn't my world. I'm a hotelier by profession. Okay. And that's the industry that I worked in. So they said, would you come in for a casting? And I said, you know what, let me give it a try. Why not? Um, and I went in for a casting. And a few years later, I had seven shows of my own that I was producing and presenting. Of course, wow. I could not do the editing part because then I would be sleeping at the station. <laughs> so never see my kids, never see my husband. So, um, yeah, I did that for, uh, for quite a few years and I enjoyed every second of it. I mean, no two days were the same. You would wake up in the morning looking forward to going to work. The people that I was meeting, the different pe people from different industries, from different sectors in the world, it was just beautiful. And I, I was lucky enough to cover um, the glamorous events that we have here in Dubai, like the Dubai International Film Festival. Mm -hmm. I covered it since its birth for 14 years. Uh, not many people can say that. Um, I've been covering the ATP Tennis Championships. I've been covering the Dubai World Cup, the world's richest horse race. Wow. Um, and you met some celebrities, right? I think you mentioned a couple I before. I did. I met some of the most <laughs> amazing celebrities. So I met George Clooney. I've met Sharon Stone. I'm, I've met uh, Morgan Freeman. What was Lawrence George Clooney Fish. like? George Clooney was very, very handsome, very charming in person. Um, and he had an Italian-American bodyguard that stayed with him all the time. Um, and he was just lovely. Interviewing him was such a pleasure. Sharon Stone, the same. Morgan Freeman was, to be very honest with you, my favorite. Him and his wife, Diane, who came to Dubai, they actually stayed a little bit longer than the Dubai International Film Festival. So we all got a chance to meet them, sit with them, enjoy some quality time with them. That is oh. incredible. It that is. is. Incredible. It is. So you've 
basically now interviewed half of the celebrities that have come to Dubai that have ever stepped foot in Dubai got a long long extensive list of things that you have accomplished but um, you're also a luxury brand ambassador I am a luxury brand ambassador so I tell us about that that started off again when I was taking a break from work um, and uh, decided to put TV presenting as a full-time job on hold for a while because I wanted to spend more time with the kids. So I got approached by quite a few luxury brands that were trying to set up base here in the region. And, um, and I, I said yes, and that's how it all started. So okay. it started off with the uh, watch, uh, watch brand right. known as Michael Brugler Watches, which is one of the leading brands in Europe. He's originally from Zurich, Switzerland. Okay. And um, basically, they're very, very unique in their concept in the sense that you custom make your watches online. Uh, you can choose the color of the rubber, the, the caoutchouc, the, the, the fabrics, the straps, the stainless steels that you want on your watch, the color of the dials, wow. the different color of the diamonds, and it's delivered to you anywhere in the world within four to six weeks. Oh. And when, you, when you're a brand ambassador for the brands that I work with, you're not only the face of the brand, so basically it doesn't end after a photo no shoot. Way, yeah. You do business development, so you help them get into prime locations. So Michael Brugler, um, we ended up... Uh, putting him in Harrods in London, Burj Al Arab here in Dubai, um, Dubai Mall, Mall of the Emirates. So it was a very exciting journey and that's one of the brands that, I'm, uh, that I was representing. Amazing. And yeah. that's luxury brands. What about non-luxury? Do you have any maybe like go-to non-luxury brand that you just have to have sometimes? Absolutely. So um, if we talk about clothing, mm -hmm. I, I'm in love with Zara. Same. So I'm, I'm <laughs> the go -to. to be very honest. It's the go-to. Definitely. I mean, yeah. they're beautiful quality clothing that you can wear regularly, wash and wear sometimes right away. Mm -hmm. uh, the fabrics are amazing quality and it's very, very affordable. So you can buy a new collection as often as you want to. And so it's, it's great to mix it with high-low, don't you think, since you're a luxury brand ambassador. Absolutely. So luxury brands along with some Zara. You've got your Chanel you're handbag done. or whatever, you know, you're brand handbag and, and you've got the Zara <laughs> dress and, and you look like a million dollars. There you go. It's about the confidence, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> so you've Absolutely. got 405,000 followers, if I'm not mistaken on Instagram. That's How did right. you get started on social media? So it all started when I started my... Um, the TV. The TV. Um, and then that moved into the luxury brand. So I travel quite a bit. I travel to London. I travel to New York. Um, and I met... <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. I met quite a few people um, on my journeys. And that's how the followers started increasing. Plus, I've got a Facebook um, account. Right. Um, plus, I've got two websites. I used to have three websites, so laratabit.com, luxurywithlara.com, and laratabit.net. Um, I just recently launched two more websites, uh, which... This which, is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, you know? exactly. So I just launched two more websites, and uh, yeah, that's how it all happened. Yeah. So if you're, I guess, you're tagging people on Instagram and you're getting big, you must receive, in the crazy world of the internet, <laughs> That you definitely get some unusual DMs, right? Have you ever kind of gotten anything strange into your inbox? Oh gosh, yes. Um, I've received quite a few, uh, but I would say the strangest one and the most pleasant one um, <laughs> was at the beginning of 2018 uh, when, I when I received a message from a gentleman by the name of Anthony Tunstall from the US. And he sent me a message saying that he wanted to fly down to Dubai to give me the to present me with the Global Influencer Award for 2018. Oh, <laughs> and I thought it was a joke initially because I'm not. I, I don't refer to myself as an influencer. I am an influential personality. I would rather be referred to as an influential personality, being born and brought up here in the region, knowing so many people. Um, they believe in my judgment. If I say this mobile is a good mobile, use it. They know that I'm saying the truth. They believe in me. They trust in me. Um, but 
to be an influencer, I never looked at myself or referred to myself well, it's a, as an it's influencer. It's a new phrase that kind of sometimes doesn't always have great connotations, but I think how you're describing what you do is a whole lot better. Thank you. That's I appreciate true. that. Thank you, Cassie. So this is, uh, yeah, so I received this message and the gentleman flew in the following day to Dubai to present me with the Global Influencer Award here in Dubai. We had a beautiful presentation at Burj Al Arab and wow. then we moved on to Queen Elizabeth and then we moved to the frame and then Jumeirah Zabil Sarai and we ended it at the Armani Hotel. So it was a 24, excursion. 24 hours. He just came to Dubai to present me with this award and flew back the same night. It's it incredible. was just beautiful. Wow, yeah. how unreal at the same time. Exactly. It was like a fairy tale. It was lovely. It was and what beautiful. about the most peculiar message you've ever received? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go there. <laughs> She's like, you know what? Yes. We know what to expect. Because we've literally had someone on the show who said something about receiving... Was it feet-related stuff? Feet-related feet stuff. Feet-related messages on Instagram. We're like, yeah. you know what? It's oh, no. a bit more common than you think. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. You've worked as an ambassador for Arab Fashion Week as well. That's right. right? I'm on the Arab Fashion Council. Amazing. I'm, I, I work with the Arab Fashion Week as well. I emcee their events. Um, and it's a beautiful fashion affair, which takes place here in Dubai for five days. Amazing. Uh, but the fashion industry has definitely progressed, I would say, in the last maybe 10 to 15 years. I remember the days being born and brought up in Dubai. I remember the days when we had to travel to London and Paris and New York to buy our summer collections and our winter collections because we didn't really have too many boutiques That's here in true. Dubai. But today, with Dubai Mall having over 1,200 retail outlets, the biggest brands in the world displaying and showcasing their collections under one roof, whether it's Gucci, Prada, Valentino, Chanel, etc., etc. So you don't really no need, need to, to travel, travel anymore. True. Anything and everything fashion-wise that you're looking for is right here in Dubai. We have, we have it all. So in my opinion, Dubai has become a fashion hub of the region, for sure. And, and, and the fashion industry has definitely progressed. It's nice that you say that because that was literally my question. I was literally about to be like, what are the changes that you see? And you just went right into it. That's, oh, yeah. that's incredible. What are the other changes that, that you have seen in terms of like, let's say Emirati women with their fashion then and now. Well, you can definitely see the changes in the abayas. I mean, look how beautiful and colorful the abayas mm -hmm. are. And look at the accessories that they put on them. You've got the fur, you've got the feathers, you've got so um, the Swarovski stones, the embroidery. Even the shelas are, are masterpieces. I mean, sometimes you look at the abayas today and they're like pieces of art. They're so beautiful. They are stunning. So, yes, even with Emirati fashion designs, even the men, if you see their, uh, their dish dashes, they've got the black dish dash, you've got the brown camel color dish dash. I mean, they're, they're, they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yes, there it's has been a like, huge progression. Yeah. And so we started 2020 in Vogue in Arabia and also across the world. They made this kind of announcement that they're going to have a massive kind of commitment towards sustainability in this year and continued on. Do you see that happening with kind of different brands or in the UAE in terms of fashion sustainability? Do you see people making a big change now? Absolutely. So I'm really happy that Vogue Arabia is actually encouraging sustainability. They're really championing it this year. It's amazing. That's, that's amazing. That's wonderful. And we'd like to see more people out there do that as well. And I can definitely see a lot of fashion designers that I work very closely with using more environmentally, environmentally friendly fabrics. Even the techniques that they use, the machinery that they're using yeah. to create these fabrics are environmentally friendly. I mean, I, I, I truly believe the fashion industry is going green, is, is going towards protecting the environment. Um, and not only that, I, I, I can also say what's happening here in Dubai. I mean, you have places like Sustainability, Sustainable, Sustainable City, City yeah. and then you've got the parking lots in different locations where you've got the... Um, the EV chargers. Exactly. Yeah. No more, you know, they're trying to move Charging. away from, gas, uh, from gasoline. 
and um, even going to restaurants, there's no longer the plastic straws that we used to use, you know, so the region is definitely promoting um, the environment and, and protecting the environment. Incredible. And you yeah. definitely do your part with that. You get in a lot of philanthropic work here in Dubai and I'm sure across the world. Uh, you work with Friends of Rashid Pediatric Center and the Red Crescent Society. But what's the decision-making process for you in choosing, you know, which charities to work with? Okay, so um, it's not only myself who's part of, we're a board, we're a board of 12 ladies here in Dubai, they've been doing it for many, many years. So basically we host events um, every year and whatever we raise during those events, we assist with different organizations, not only here in the GCC, but all around the world. Mm -hmm. So we support children that are in need and it's lovely to know that one can actually make a difference in people's lives, whether it's a small difference or a big difference, it's, it's, a, it's a positive change yeah. in people's lives. Um, and to be able to know that you can do that is very rewarding and very satisfying on an emotional and a mental level. Amazing. Yes. What yeah. kind of work do you do with the group? Is it kind of an, is it an annual fundraising or is it kind of a... So it's, it's not an annual fundraising. We, we, like I said, we host three, four events um, a year and they're different. They vary. So some of them are picnic brunches for families. Some oh. of them are ladies luncheons. Some of them are gala dinners. And whatever we raise um, during the event itself goes straight to the organizations that we support. And it's not only in the region, it's all around the world. That's so, really nice. Amazing. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, if there was a person who would, you know, uh, who you'd ask to play you in a Lifetime movie, who would it be and why? <laughs> Random, oh, wow, right? that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> we could also wow. play it too while you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, who would, who would you I think? I would ask to uh, play me. <laughs> Oh, at the moment. I think like a comedian to play my Someone life. Someone mixed race. <laughs> a comedian to play yours. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I can't think, let's say, not Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Maybe Ricky Gervais. Imagine. I think he's great. He is great. Mm -hmm. He is. Yeah. Um, if I had to choose, I would definitely want Jennifer Lopez to play my role. Wow. She's definitely a role model of mine. She's somebody I've looked up to. Um, since I was a child, I, I, the achievements that she's been able to achieve in her lifetime is, are incredible. And you guys do share the same work ethic. I was she's literally just going to say, yeah, she is. We're the same horoscope, that's why. Oh, really? Yeah, what's, yeah. What's, what's her? She's, I think, August 7th, if I'm not mistaken. I'm August 6th, so we're so both Leos. Leos. Oh, we're Leos. Awesome. Queens nice. of the jungle. <laughs> there you go. That's so, a really yeah. good one, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, she's fab. She is. Moving on. As we approach, and as we're in a new year, 2020, talk to us about your goals for this year beyond. Do you have kind yes. of a five year? Do you have a year plan? Well, for I like to take it year by year. Um, and I definitely plan on working with a few new brands that are coming in from uh, Switzerland, Geneva and Zurich, um, as well as different parts of Europe. So I'll be collaborating with them as a brand ambassador. Lovely. We'll definitely be doing a lot of more TV presenting with some leading stations here in the country. Um, a lot of more philanthropy work. We have two events in the pipeline that we're planning. Um, and just, yeah, just keep doing what I'm doing and, and give it my 200% and uh, just be pleased with the results. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so inspired, honestly. Yeah. I need to, you know, she makes me want to just jot down all my goals and start working on them because you're, you're, you're adorable, very, Shane. you know, you. just get it done type of person. Like, you need to get it done. The minute right? you think of it, it's already there. And when it's up here, it's got to happen. You got to make it happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. So do you have a word of advice for anyone looking to do what you do and follow in your footsteps, perhaps? What's your one piece of advice that you have for people that you're watching right now? Um, the one piece of advice I have is definitely be passionate about anything and everything you, you do, you put your heart in. 
Um, a lot of hard work, determination, perseverance, live and breathe what you do. Um, and just be happy and, and enjoy every second of it and live every day like it's your last. Amazing. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah. Before we started this interview, you said you were working until 2 a.m. every morning. And I think that really kind of shows through talking to you and hearing all of the stuff that you're doing. Very, very exciting. Wishing you a f fabulous year ahead. Thank you very with much. With your skincare, with your perfume. Thank you. And everything really else. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you so much for joining us. It's been us. such a pleasure being with both of you on the show. And thank you very much for having me and wishing you continued growth and success. with this awesome show. I tune in <laughs> and I watch you. you guys all the time, by the oh. way, and I love what I see. Thank, Thank you. you so much. I do. <laughs> guys, that's it. We're going to be back next week. See ya. Bye.